Yeah, turn them up a little bit more. Oh my god. Up to the zero. Come I, on. Well, yeah, I'm scared. Keep going. Okay, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, we finally are here and uh, we're doing it now. Yeah. It took a little bit of time, but. Uh, I know. We're, we're gone for one week and we I had no idea how to use the studio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is We Like Stuff, stuff and, and So, so should, should You. you. The store, the store, the, the show where we sell you the idea <laughs> where you can buy things that we like. And, and then so could, should you like them. Exactly. And you could compare them and you could, sure. you could look at, you can look online at different prices. Yeah. Whatever you want. And sometimes you want a refund and we're, we're like no refunds because that's not what this is about. <laughs> if you like it, you're taking it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No more improv. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's great. My mini like is your weird improv. <laughs> I suppose. It's a thing I like. It's uh, great. Oh, I really like a good sandwich. We just had Sam's place. Yeah, and it's very good. They got real good sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also, good. go vote. Yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. Before we get into some major likes, go yeah. v- vote. Yeah, go vote. Voting is important. Um, and it is election day. Um, yeah, great. Well, do you have any other little likes you want to check about? Sleep. That is a great one. That's definitely a big like for me. Yep, and it's something we're not getting enough of because no. we have bad life choices <laughs> <laughs> well they're good life choices oh, they're just, amazing yeah it's just that like sleep doesn't there's yeah. no time for sleep in in these life choices um but anyways yeah. uh <laughs> this is the show where we talk about stuff we like <laughs> yeah um yeah and thing i like is ramen that's not my thing of the day I'm just saying it. That's a good thing. You're going to ruin a, a next a potential. It's more of a mini thing. What else am I supposed to say about it? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like thick noodles. I like ramen. Thick noodles with a seasoned egg and corn. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I like my ramen. <laughs> okay. Um, it's my turn, right? Sure. <clears throat> I go first. See. So, um, the thing that I like that I would like to tell everybody about is uh, a YouTube channel, actually. Um, I'm sure everyone knows about YouTube. It's pretty popular. Um, <laughs> no, Brendan, explain YouTube to well, everyone. On, when you go on the World Wide Web, sometimes you'll find videos, and the videos are collected on one website, and then and then you can watch all the videos. Um, so, <laughs> so the. Wow. Uh, Remember when YouTube didn't have ads? Oh, remember when YouTube was just generally bad? So just like a couple of videos? It was <laughs> it like was three all videos. Homemade. It was yeah. there was no professional <laughs> yeah. video on YouTube. It was yeah. all just a, 
a, like a, it was like America's Funniest Home Videos yeah. collected. It was like it was the archive like, of America's Funniest Home Videos. It, it was like the the dark ages of 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 online video because yeah. everybody was watching, but it wasn't worth it. Yeah, it was also like when Mini Clip Games was the only place Yo, to find games. Mini Clips. Well, Classic. there was another one. Cool math games. That is not a thing that anybody... Okay, I used to go on that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we should get on with your, <laughs> your like. What's so your anyways, YouTube um, channel? The YouTube channel that I've, I'm always essentially just like waiting for a next video. Uh, it's called Kurtzagat. Now that is spelled K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Um, in a nutshell. And um, they are a whole collection of people... Um, like it, it's an animated, uh, sorry, an animation studio as well as uh, a, like a design agency, and they 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 um, they do all sorts of illustrations, and they they have like uh, brand power or whatever you would call it. And they do graphic design, but one of their big things, the the thing that I really care about uh, personally, is their their series uh, in a nutshell on YouTube. Um, <clears throat> they do just these collections of essentially like like deeper philosophical or, or scientific questions that they just they break it down in a very nice digestible way and they're like hey you know what would happen if we like nuke a city that's their latest video they go through the um um the kind of like the potentials and and every every step of the way theoretically and and physically possible of, of what happens in these scenarios sometimes they're not necessarily theoretical uh, some of the co kind of questions they ask are you know what are the side effects of vaccines how high is the risk that one is a great video because after going through like the legitimate causes or, or sorry legitimate risks that people have kind of brought up over over time they they kind of really break it down it's like let like let's go through everything that everyone's kind of ever talked about this and either debunk it but debunk it in a like in an appropriate way it's not saying that like oh you're stupid for believing a different thing or 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 thinking something is fact when it's not but it's like this is why people think this way and this is what's actually happening um interesting which one's your favorite one so there's a there's a whole they have they have a whole bunch of playlists depending on um your mood <laughs> what you feeling today well they bacteria or natural disaster I'm just I, mean, I don't though it's it's pretty much like that. So they literally have different playlists uh collecting their videos. One's um existentialism where it's literally videos um is reality re like it's more philosophical in that sense. Is reality real? Um why one one great question was why alien life would actually doom our existence. Uh and it's like Interesting. all these videos are generally like eight to seven to eight minutes, upwards of like fifteen minutes if they if they're really going for it. But um it's it's like a really good way to disseminate that information. Like the the alien video uh talks about that if if we find evidence of an alien civilization, it's most likely from, from what I remember, it's most likely um, that they're already dead or um, we can't really discover anything um, 
and and that would kind of they do a much better way of explaining it because I know I'm missing some points, but it kind of it kind of sets us up in a situation like uh, humanity wise that if we were to find out about alien civilizations that have existed, then why don't they exist? And it's like, is that is there a barrier that that exists? Because they don't want us to know they exist. Well, yeah, maybe. Alien. Sure, if whatever you want. <laughs> but then they they do like science and other stuff explained. So they go through like wormholes or or like the the best way to describe string theory if you really don't know mm. too much about science. Or um, w- like one of my favorites was why meat is one of the best worst things. Because um, relatively speaking, what nothing. Uh, I just thought so. I thought that was... Um, one of the, one of the weird things about meat that it, like it's it's something that most people there's a lot of people that you know if you're vegetarian or or anything like that like it's fine you don't have to like meat but I'm actually getting sick of it it's like it's not a big deal. Happy mm-hmm. um, Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there's there's a whole like scenario. Well, well, there's a whole like biological factor as to why meat kind of just tastes good. Mm. Um, and you know meat was kind of like meat and fats were generally kind of what we subsisted on way back when um and that kind of bleeds into why sugar tastes so good too mm-hmm. um cuz especially in like we're evolved to want sugar mm-hmm. because as soon as you like if we if we were to cut back to like prehistoric times and our protohumans found anything that was just straight sugar yeah. There's there's no in those kind of like historic uh, prehistoric times there's no such thing as like having a safety net of food. You were constantly looking for food just mm-hmm. like every other animal in existence that has like no society. Yeah. So if you found sugar, it was like this is this is this is it. This this will keep me alive. This is this is a definitive um life. So that's why sugar tastes so good and that's why meat tastes so good. Mm-hmm. Altogether relatively like meat and fat. Um, but then there's like the whole problem with how it's produced and how it's made and how it's just awful for the environment and we're doing a bad job at it. And and then they're like, well, there are some good things. We can still have meat. You can still grow. We can we can develop meat in like laboratories or, or things like that. Um, and yeah, they just they're just all over the place. Whoa, whoa. Did you say which one was your favorite or just that oh, playlist? I'm, oh, no, I, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm just, uh, I'm touching sure. on different playlists because I've probably watched every video they have. Um, but if someone was just like, I want to check this out and this is the only video I'm going to watch and if I like it, <laughs> I like it. If I don't, I don't. Which video would you recommend? Okay. So first time listener who should like things. Like maybe me, because I don't think I've ever watched one fully. Oh, that's right. I've always watched them around you, but I don't think I've ever like sat you down for it. Yeah. Um, the human stuff playlist is really good. Um, there is a uh, there's a whole video again. I'm not I'm not at the favorite video yet. I'll, I'll, I'm getting it's in this playlist. It's in this okay. Playlist. Oh yeah. There's a whole video about like why things are beautiful, mm-hmm. and like the psychology kind of around that. Um. um where is it? Oh no, it's not a part of humanity. It's a I think it's a part of existentialism. Um Yeah, optimistic nihilism. That one was a really neat video. Nihilism? Sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure I I I you're right. I just don't want to admit it because <laughs> 
say that word out loud enough, so here we are. No, that's um, fine. No one's blaming you. <laughs> this is a blame-free zone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's optimistic uh, nihilism. And it's just about, like, is, 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 it, is it almost worth caring? And they just do, like, a very... It's, like, seven minutes, not even. And they just do a very, like, well, this is kind of where we're at. And should you care? And what's the best way? And it's, it's literally, like, you have to be optimistic. And you have to be, like, a nihilist at the, at the same time. There's no, there's no definitive path to kind of take. And that's also just generally what I'm learning in philosophy altogether. There's, you can't have a like a I, this is the objective truth and there's nothing else you kind of have to borrow from things and yeah the existential playlist is real good it's like you know w- one of the f- my favorites is what are you hmm. are you a collection of cells or like are you your brain I mean that's general philosophy too but they have interesting a do they like answer that question or do they they always it... do their best okay um, and Another great thing about their their um, their videos, they literally have a video called "Should You Trust Kurtzegat?" Because they do all these videos and they do all the research and they they cite all of their 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 stuff, but um, a lot of times they're like it's it's like yeah we're we're giving you this information, but like why should you trust us? And they kind of like mm, that's interesting. Yeah, they they defend themselves as to like you know you should. We think that you should listen to us, but it's okay to not want to, or it's okay to have, like, aversions to that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one of the more recent videos as well, they're um, talking about ant colonies and how mm. it's just, like, a weird, like, insects in general, they're just aliens. If you want to talk about aliens, insects and fungus mm, out of this yeah. world. There's no reason we need mm-hmm. to look up in the stars. We got aliens right now. Have you ever looked at a jellyfish? You looked in the sea and been like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be on Earth. Absolutely not. There are things in the sea that should not exist. There are... <laughs> okay, Reddit, this is about things that we like, not things that give us nightmares. No, but I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I like, love the ocean. That's actually a really good thing. Yeah. Like, there. anyways, the whole... This, mm. Everybody should go at least try a Kurtzegat video. Mm. Um they, they, they. Every video they animate themselves as well, and there's, there, it's just these cute rounded animations that that give you like they have like their own brand of comedy. They'll they'll throw in like wild pop culture references, but just like as like a like a like an item in the background. So like you don't have to ever see it, but it'll be like that's that's from Portal, and that's funny, or like that's from. That's from, like, The Simpsons or something. I, I recognize that. I'm more interested. I want to see where this video goes. Cool. I, I feel like, I don't know. Do you want to spell the name of it again in case Oh, absolutely. Because if you if, if you ask me right now, I'm looking on my phone, because if you ask me right now to spell it, I don't think I could. It is K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Kurt Zagat. Uh, and that's my best approximation of pronouncing it as well. That's how they say it, and I'm just well, hoping that I'm doing my. If you if you say it how they say it, I'm sure that's right. Yeah, but I got nil. N- n- not I don't know how to I don't know how to say nihilism yeah, right now. Right. There you go. Didn't know how to say that, so who knows what I know. Okay. But I know that I like Kurtzgat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's uh, What's your first thing? Well, again, like last week where I had a theme, which was musicals. This week I have a different theme, and it's memes. 
<laughs> and uh do go on tell me more so about this uh my first thing is um one of my favorite meme related content which is um nicholas cage freakout videos <gasps> are you gonna play it um please play it i don't play one of them i can't play the whole thing because there's a lot of foul language and i would rather not are we not allowed to have foul language on this Yes and no. I just would rather not. I, I feel that. So, just in case, you know, never know who's listening. Okay, well, so, well give, give us a give us a run. Who's Nicholas Cage? Who's this? Who's this god Nicholas of a Cage human being that apparently exists in the world? Is a actor, um, and literally, um, his acting is so ridiculous that it is, in in like. He doesn't mean it to be ridiculous. He means it to be completely serious. Like the other day, we were just like, oh, let's just watch Ghost Rider, which one of his yeah. more tame movies, I'd say. It's like, is it? Is it a Disney movie? It, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, Ghost I don't Rider. think Marvel no, it's had. Not. Um... No. Anyway, it's like, but it was like a popular, like mainstream movie about a guy whose face turns into a, a skull, a flaming flame, skull, flaming skull. Yeah, it's just in the Marvel universe. Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, but basically, this like movie, which was like super popular, and like was it okay? I don't know, Brennan. I didn't do that much research about Ghost Rider. That's not that's not why I'm here. But anyway, we were watching it, and just like his normal interactions with the other characters. Oh no, we were watching Ghost Rider too even worse oh yeah um, no. ghost rider 2 was wild but it's just like his reaction to things are so overdone in the worst and best way like <laughs> i i can't even remember the lines of what he was saying but it was like literally if you go and you look up like a nicholas cage freak out montage i'm just gonna like pick one and then i'm just gonna go to a spot that's um that i know is good like yeah, you, you, have to th- this... you have to think about it. This so whatever clip uh, Melissa decides to show you. So Ghost Rider Two has um, Idris Elba in it, like a very well respected <laughs> yeah. actor in like very like high uh, high class movies. Uh, there's a better way to say that. Um, and he had to act and, and be a part of this Ghost Rider movie beside a man who kind of he kind of just goes off and nobody knows why, but nobody stops him. Yeah, it's it's literally so wild. Like I like honestly, I there's not much else, like there's so much I could say, but not so much I can say. I'm really trying to find this like one interview to show you a clip of it as well. Um not necessarily a freak out, but helps to understand the um Who Nicholas Cage is? Yeah, it's just wild. Honestly, like I'm sure everyone knows because he is like his whole existence is kind of a meme. So like but it's uh but yeah it's it's incredible to watch him um and yeah you can watch a movie with him and like even if it's terrible it's like at least just fun to see what he does anyway i'm gonna just forget about that for now but just listen to this little little clip Anyway, 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, so that um, uh, yeah, he um, wait. I'm th- gonna... Those clips were unfortunately they weren't like full scenes; they were cutting between. Um, but this is one of my favorite videos. It's just wild because it has like the Requiem song in the background, and it just fits so well. There, one of one of um, so that wailing that you heard. He was carrying a baseball bat, and he was just walking through the streets wailing. I believe that's from Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. I oh think my so. god. Um, so There's also a time when he just screams, "I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!" It's it's wild. So uh, apparently in that movie, there's a, there's a whole scene where the, the, there there's a file he's supposed to find and it's not in the uh, right place. Just gonna put that oh, you're on. gonna do it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this will be good. I had a difficult day yesterday. Oh, I'm gonna watch upset. this whole thing. I just want to get to the good part. Unless of file, and then it's misfiled. It makes it much harder to find. Who? Who? What do you mean? Who? I don't know who exactly. You don't? No, I don't. <laughs> Whoever filed it in the first place. But for God's sake, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's all you have to do. Well, anyway, um, so that's Nick Cage telling you the entire alphabet in a freakout. Um, it's it's literally just so entertaining to listen to him. He just overacts everything, and it is fantastic. Like the the best part about that scene, if you if you were to actually look up that scene, if you look up Nick Cage A to Z, um, the the woman um, opposite him in that scene. You can tell that she's trying to keep it together, and when the camera's not on her face, she's very rigid when he's just describing this alphabet. It almost looks like he was given the... They were probably just like, hey, you know, be upset. Um, How easy can it file? A, B, C, D is the alphabet. And he took that direction and was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'll do the whole alphabet. What's better than... I'll show you I know my ABCs. You want four letters? How about 26? (laughs) Let's go. Next time, won't you freak out with me? Stop. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, yeah. Anyway, honestly, I didn't exp- know really what to talk about with this. I just, <laughs> no, it's just like, I just really wanted to bring it up as something that I truly enjoy. Watching any movie with Nicolas Cage, you're guaranteed at least one freak out. So honestly, it's, and yeah. by that, I just mean sometime when he's, like crying wildly or screaming or getting upset for really no particular reason very over dramatic um but the thing that like gets me the most is that nicholas cage has been in so many movies let me just and it's like people i feel like like there's this like college humor video where he like never says no to any movie and um honestly it's like yeah he doesn't say no that's why there's so many he just keeps doing them. 
He's only 55 years old, and he just keeps making them. How many movies on Let's here? Let's see. He is in 103 movies. movies? And what? there's still a bunch of movies. He's in The Croods 2, 10 Double Zero, Jiu Jitsu, Siberia, Pig, Prisoners of the Ghostland, and Grand Isle, Primal. Those are all movies that haven't even come out yet. And honestly, he was also in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He was um, oh, he Spider-Man was really Noir. good. He was really good in and, that. And that's the problem. Like that's the weirdest thing. If you know about Nicolas Cage, you you kind of like remember him because of these, he's this wacky actor and he has such a like a like he he puts so much energy almost in, in all the wrong places. But if you've seen him in a good role, it's like well, he's he, not bad. He is a good actor. I just don't know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's literally it's it just brings me so much joy to watch this man in a movie. He is a true national treasure. Yes, not yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not the bees. Yeah. Another good line. Another good line. Like you, you, you if you, hey, get your friends together. Just knock off a few Nicolas Cage movies. What's, what is that movie? Um, the Wicker Man. Knock off The Wicker Man 100%. Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider at least one. I've never seen Vampire's Kiss, but I really oh. want to. It seems oh. like it's got a lot of choice lines in it. Yeah, you got it. I mean, Nicolas Cage just running through the streets saying he's a vampire and trying to kill people. Yeah, when he's actually not a vampire, which I didn't know. I thought like he actually was a vampire. Spoiler alert. Um, Whoa. No, I'm kidding. No, well, it's, kind it's, of. I'm pretty sure it's quite obvious from the beginning <laughs> that he isn't actually a vampire and he just thinks he is. Interesting. Nicholas Cage considered Nicholas Blue before setting on Cage. No, no way. <laughs> That's what it says what? on this IMDb trivia. Why would you... Nicholas Blue. Imagine a Nicholas Blue freakout. I don't think so. Yeah, but he would be called the Blues. Like... No. No one calls him the Cage. No. Well, I don't no. think anybody would call, you call him the Blues. Nick Cage. It just rolls off your tongue. But I guess that's because I I know him as that. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's so many. Anyway, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say about that. Just it's just something I like. It's something I like. No, it's for the fair. It doesn't have to be spectacular. No, it's got to be something. Some it's like. got to be something I like. Watch a Nick Cage Rico video. And laugh. Nick Cage, that's very specific, and that's that's a very good thing to have. Nick Cage in general, I think I'd recommend that. I think everybody, I don't think anybody yeah, but hates my, Nicolas Cage. My thing is Nicolas Cage freakout videos. Very that specific. is my okay, thing. I got you. I got you. Um, because there's a lot of compilations on the YouTube, which you also talked about. Yep. YouTube, a place where videos are collected, and there's a lot of them about Nick Cage freakouts, and in particular. I like those. Because <laughs> then I don't have to see all the really awkward and weird acting in between. I just see the good no, parts but that are such, way more awkward. They're so they're such good acting. Sometimes. So good scenes. Sometimes. Good doesn't have to be good oh, objectively. I, Brendan, I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying, sometimes it's just too bad. You can't even watch it. I mean, if you can watch the first two seasons of The Office without like looking away, you can handle Nicolas okay. Cage. But that's bad, cringy. Nicolas Cage sometimes is just bad, bad. I'm saying it. Sometimes it's just bad, bad. And bad. it's okay to like bad things, though. Okay. Well, this isn't a show about what I don't like, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Only some of the movies. And it's not even like they're bad. They're just boring. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to get off this topic. <laughs> You're uh, smiling over here. Yeah. What's your next thing? Um, <clears throat> so, my next thing is uh, another internet thing. It's not videos this time. What it's, is it? It's a webcomic. Um, it's a webcomic called Gunner Craig Court. Um, this is a science fantasy webcomic uh, that started in April of 2005, which is very wild to me because I've been reading this comic. I probably started probably close to 2009, and I'm still reading it because he updates um, the, the creator, Tom Sadell. Um, he used to update very sporadically and he used to have a different job and all these things. And he, in reading this comic, I started to, like, I, I've learned just like kind of like about his life as he's grown as a comic artist. Um, and his comic was just getting more and more popular and he essentially just quit his job and just was doing his comic full time. He, um, now publishes three days a week. I believe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh. Yeah. Are you caught up with all that? No. Oh, God. Okay. There's too many things going on in my life. Yeah. Because I haven't heard you talk about this book in a long time. I know, like, a while ago you used to talk about it. Yeah. Well, it's because they've 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 done uh, physical pro- uh, productions of it, and this is one that I'm still getting. They haven't released a physical one in a very long time, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I was waiting for, and then, I, I, yeah, I dropped off. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, this comic is... Uh, about uh, a, I wouldn't say little girl. She's she's so they use the British terms or the um, yeah the British terms like I think A levels like levels or something. I can't I don't know what what that constitutes in terms of grades. Um, but she's just a young girl. Her name is a- Antimony Carver, um, and she just starts the school. The school is called Gunnar Creek Court. And when you're introduced to her, she just seems kind of like classic. Like nonchalant, I don't care, and I'm very intelligent. Um, and she she's not like a loner. She makes a friend. Uh, she's like Hermione esque. Yeah, but like a little less neurotic. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, she she's just having a good time. And this world is it's kind of so Gunner Creek Court is like the hub of technology in a world where um, there is all these fantastical, like like natural creatures. And natural in, a, in the sense of like, like natural magic, like druids and, and fairies and and all these things. Um, Tom Siddell borrows a lot of um, themes or concepts from uh, like different mythologies. Um, and yeah, while while she's kind of going through her life at Gunnar Creek Court and, and kind of growing up, she learns more about her father and her mother, um, and she meets um, other classmates and stuff like that. And she learns that she, her mother was actually an elemental, like a fire elemental. Mm. Um, and as, like, she remembers her mother being in the hospital more and more. And when we're seeing these scenes, it's it's very like, oh, she's sick. And it's just like, it's her dealing with her mother's death. And when she finds out the truth, as she was getting stronger um, and, and more, like, more grown, mm-hmm. she was literally leeching her mother's life because that's how, like, the elementals work. Right. So, like, her mother's flame. Yeah, it was, it, it, like, there's only one flame in, in that yeah. family, essentially. There's only one crystal gem. <laughs> and, like, 
she has a really rough relationship with her father, and then, like, no, no matter what the history is, it never excuses, like, kind of more abusive, like, emotional abuse or anything like that, but it, it, it kind of comes out that, like, yeah, her father kind of resented her almost by default because he also knew the truth, and, and her mother was very, like, okay with everything and, and her father kind of like shunned her and like expected the best and like all these unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. um she um she her friend that she meets is uh oh what's her name her name is cat or Catherine. Do, 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 do. I, I was hoping that do, 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 do. she meets his friend at the school yeah it's it's her first friend um, and then through through kind of learning the histories of everybody, her father and her mother and, like, their group of friends, like, all of... Essentially, like, kind of like all the descendants of those friends kind of growing up and having children, they are now kind of becoming friends as well. And there's parallels as to what they did versus what um, is happening now. Um, antimony discovers that there so there's this entity in the forest called coyote um and he's basically a god but he's like he's 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 very much what you would expect a coyote to as a god would be Mm. he does not care about anything and he's very like everything's a joke to him including existence there are panels in this um in this comic when coyote is talking about stuff um the it looks like the the reality of the comic starts to break down, um, and I'm at least gonna show Melissa so you can see um, when he describes himself. He just literally describes himself as as that he doesn't exist, hmm. and and as as he tells stories, it's it's all like these like classic like fairy tales or or not fairy tales like um, legends that he kind of perceives as truth. Hmm. Um, like there's one so is it like a group her and this friend and a coyote god well sorry i i'm getting ahead of myself i'm describing too many things at once like i always do if you've mm-hmm. listened to me i i can't i can't do things right in terms of explaining um so she she discovers of this coyote god um because um one of the the coyote was a part of like a trio there was the coyote the wolf um and there was someone else i can't remember um but the the wolf fell in love with her mother uh antimony's mother um and in turn like everybody in gunner creek court kind of like tends to distrust the forest and and vice versa um and there's a lot of tension there and uh renard i think her, his name is actually renardine or Renardine, I don't know how to pronounce it, but they call, they shorten it to Renard or Ray. Um, he falls in love with Antimony's mom, um, and he's causing like when he's introduced, he's causing trouble for the court, and he sees Antimony, and he also knows the truth. And seeing Antimony away from his mo- uh, her mother, he realizes that she had died. She, as mm-hmm. soon as he sees her, she's like, "If you're here, then that means." And then later on, you find out kind of what happens, um, and. He, through a series of events, um, there is indeed like a protector of the court. Um, he's this just really big, uh, just a really jacked dude with like the biggest, like a like a buster sword from from Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does, 
he does like a protection spell. He he kills uh, Renardine, uh, Renard, and um, and Renard tries to possess Antimony, and in trying to do that and being protected, um, he uh, Renard gets trapped in like this little doll, and now he's bound to Antimony. And it's, like, this very weird relationship. So, Renard and Antimony slowly have to, like, kind of work, like, come to terms with being with each other. Right. Um, and Coyote comes in because of all the things that are transpiring. Coyote's like, well, what's going on over here? Uh, you you have you have so my like friend. a trickster type figure? Yeah, he's absolutely, he's absolutely bonkers. Every time he's around, you have no idea what's going on. His shape changes like whenever. Loki. He- Yes, but like without like the the evil connotation, mm. it's 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 basically it's basically That's a like, god that doesn't know what to do with himself. That's kind of Loki. Yeah, but he's very chaotic, neutral. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, well, Loki always like even in mythology, he always had problems with Thor. Like yeah. Coyote does not care. Oh, okay, I see. Um. Oh yeah, there is the third. So there's the wolf, the coyote, and the fox. Mm. And I believe um, Renard was the fox. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, because the wolf um, is kind of like the protector of the forest, and he's this very, like, large and stoic creature. He has, like, a, a tree body that kind of anthropomorphizes him, um, and he has all these powers, too. Anyways, I'm, I've, I've gone so far off topic trying to describe this. So why do you like this book? Oh, well... Thank you. Thank yeah. you for, for bringing me back into a, a very poignant place to, to kind of keep going. I really like Gunnick Rick Court because it's, it's such a fantastical world and the, the way the characters grow and develop and all, like you, you, you immediately start feeling for them and, and start connecting with them and, and their motivations. And, and there have been like large strides in this comic as to what's been happening with the characters and and everything like that. You you meet um, a couple other characters, um, like a, a couple other classmates that uh, Antimony is with. Hold on, let me let me actually pull up some names so I'm not being a jerk. Um, yeah, and it's uh, Antimony, and then her best friend uh, Katarina Donlin. Then you have these two, um, the two. Two other characters that they um, kind of get close to are uh, a, a girl named Parley uh, or Parley. I've never, I've never known. I, I have such a problem reading things because as soon as I see a name, it's like, sure, I hope so. Yeah, um, well, you say it in your head one way over and over and over, and then when you actually hear someone say it out loud, yeah, it's like I've, I'm a loser. I've, yeah. I failed myself. So they meet Parley and. Um, um, Andrew Smith, they just start calling him Smitty. Hmm. Very, very boring, normal name. Uh Um, But, like, the court kind of collects all these people that have these very unique abilities. Hmm. Um, Parley is just a very, like, strong and and very capable person. Like, she's very good at fencing and sword fighting and all these things, and she actually starts to train as the new... So it is Parley. Well, I don't think they would call her Parley. Why not? Because, I don't know, it's probably Parley, but it's spelt Parley. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems too uh, on, on the guard. nose. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and Smitty, 
He has the wild ability to kind of... He's a blacksmith, or...? No, he, he can predict random chance. Oh, that's cool. And it, it's, it's kind of shown in a very, like, unique way when they kind of show off his abilities. He has some dice in his pocket, or uh, I think, or... I think he has, like, a whole set of dice, and he just throws it on the floor, and he's like, it's going to be, like, two sixes. And, like, he, he, can, he can predict random events, which is really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even... And especially when they have powers like that, or or they they describe something so wild, they they do a very good job at um, at kind of explaining it in the world and making it make sense. So nothing is so fantastical. There's no major loopholes. Nothing is so fantastical about this comic that it's like, well, that can't exist, or like I, I'm not absorbed anymore. Is that a part of why you like it, or is it like? Yeah, like everything everything makes sense, and as mm-hmm. you as as the comic progresses, you learn more and more about this world and how interconnected it is. Um, oh, there was something else. Oh, so a part of this comic, um, the the kind of like humor in it is very fun uh, to kind of go through. It's it's very like subtle. Like it'll be like like a part of a panel that has like just something humorous about it, but then it just kind of continues on. It's a very like <laughs> that was funny. And then you'll keep going. And Tom Sedell, he he actually started doing these videos where he would... It was basically like a commentary video. He would go through each chapter and kind of go through his process and tell you about it. That's um, cool. And every once in a while, like especially in those videos, he would be like, you know, so-and-so is happening. These people are talking to each other. And then he'll zoom in on like a very specific part of a panel and be like, and what's this over here? And he will cut his own sentence off to just continue. Because obviously he's alluding to something, like he's put in all this foreshadowing, but it means nothing unless you get further in. Right. But that's his comedic timing. And it's it's just so stupid. It's just like, yeah, you know, these people are talking and that's a weird looking robot. And then we have these things over here. And like he'll do the zoom in, and like the whole video will start like spinning, and it's just it's just stupid. It's just my my. It's it's such a good, weird t- kind of humor because it's not funny. Yeah. It's just like it's this just... is silly. This is so silly. Why are you doing this? This is amazing. Um, well, that's great. I'm glad that you like that thing. Yeah. No. It's it's. I highly recommend it. It's 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 really cool too. In the beginning, like the first like ten chapters. Um, you could see his art style really start to grow. Um, in the beginning, like, I'm going to show Melissa, like, Antimony looked really weird. Like, yeah, her face looked, looked like very angular. Style. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a perfect way to say it. Her face looked super angular. Um, and, like the, like, the way he would draw the backgrounds and things like that, sometimes it would be very lackluster, relatively. And he's admitted, too. It's not like, I, I'm not going to judge him for it, but he's like, yeah, no, I was growing as an artist. And then when you get to later years, oh yeah, it's, that's her still. Yeah, well, she's grown up. It's been about like yeah. three years, but like three years doesn't do that. Better art does that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there like you could see it, it's really cool to see this guy just like grow as an artist as well. And and reading this since for almost like ten years now, it's it's been such a huge part of me growing up uh-huh. to be able to follow this, along with this and like. It's and, a really cool thing. Yeah, it's it's always nice to be a part of something as it's happening. I was talking yeah. to you about that before with like The Office and Avatar. When yeah. Avatar was was airing, there was like weird hiatuses, mm-hmm. and I was I was there when 
I had to wait like a full month between episodes, and it was like during the se- like the series finale, and I had to wait months between. But I was there for it, and I was here for this as as all of, like the trials and tribulations of this man trying to get his comic going. But yeah, um, yeah no, I really like it. Gunner Creek Court. It's, cool. it's uh, like yeah. Yeah, if you look it up, it, he's won like a bunch of awards for web, web comic design and whatnot. He's a really cool dude, and he has like a really, a really nice voice. If you ever actually listen to his commentary stuff, anyways, I can go on. Apparently, I'm not good at describing things. I'll definitely try to write a script for trying to describe something. I want to. I was just. I I just kept thinking about each each new character that I introduced was like, oh, this person's really cool. How do I how do I say everything? Five seconds. Yeah. Well, you did an all right job. <laughs> Definitely better than like, if I had to do this five years ago, I would explode. I would have exploded. Yeah. I would have melted yeah. in this chair. Brennan's kind of known for his bad descriptions of things. And he like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like, I feel like self-admittedly, you're always like, oh, if sure. I like this thing, I want you to look at it and watch it but i'm not going to describe it because then you won't you oh yeah won't do and it. the amount of times that i've <laughs> because... like to most of my friends i've always been like hey please trust me because if i try to tell you about it yeah. you're gonna hate it yeah that's what... and you're not yeah but like it's actually worked a lot yeah <laughs> the fact that like i i know my friends well enough to be like i promise i promise yeah just do it yeah and and uh, as okay. a testament to that, well, I, I I feel like nobody's going to look at the things that I talk about ever on this show. Well, you better look at the next thing I'm going to talk about. Because it's a revolution in media. In meme-dia? In some revolution in meme-dia. Yeah, you guessed it. It's Shrek retold. Uh, <laughs> that is... It's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Um, Brendan either loves or hates that I'm talking about no, it. No, I love I love it a lot. I just uh, when you when you said your theme was memes, I was like, not. It's like more like meme oh, things. No, no, no. You're not wrong. I just yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, because that's a whole, that it is amazing. It's it's a meme movie. It's a movie of meme. Um, anyway, so let me describe to you this little thing. It's available completely on YouTube. Um, for free so you should really go and check it out essentially if you you really like shrek you'll love okay whatever this is yes well shrek itself has kind of become a meme since it came out like there's so many weird videos and things about shrek and it just like has persisted to the point where they like still make like i have this um shrek donkey cup from um denny's (laughs) that was like made in 2015 i was like this is like yeah they're still making like i don't know when the last shrek movie came out but like the original one's like from 2005 let's let's make one thing clear shrek is a really good movie yeah it's a great movie no matter how many people make jokes about it or like however much it's memefied i guess yeah it is an excellent movie it is great storytelling progression and like all of the Shreks. Brennan, it, no one's denying that. Yeah, but I don't want people to get the wrong idea. <laughs> like Shrek is an incredible movie. Okay. Yes. Also, it came out in two thousand one. That's wow. What? Anyway, um, so Shrek Retold is not Shrek. It is Shrek Retold. <laughs> it is, um, came out in twenty eighteen, and um, basically, uh, two hundred different artists came together to make a shot-by-shot remake of the movie in their own styles. So some people are like, 
professional artists. Some people like have YouTube channels, so you might recognize them if you watch it. Um, some, some people, people... are not professional, but they are yeah. artists and they try. Yeah, some people are just like they just do like live action bits halfway in. Like all of the styles are so different, and it's not like every single. Um, it's not like the entire script is exactly the same. People took their own creative liberties with that as well. Um, so some parts are literally just meme vocals. But it gets, it's like the same tone and the same story exactly. It's like an hour and a half still. It's the entire movie. Um, but there's like one scene where this like woman is just describing the scene. And like she has these hand-drawn photos. There's one scene that's completely done in anime. Um, It was the fight scene. It was so good. Yeah. There's one scene that's like comic book style. There's one that's like really simple line art. There's one that's like a kid drew it and is animating it. Then there's like, yeah, there's like live action bits where Donkey has six legs. Like I don't, like honestly. You there, (laughs) ogre. Every like classic and like good thing that you love about Shrek is like amplified a thousand times in this production because these people they know because it was just made like in 2018 they know about all the memes they know about what the people want (laughs) and they provide um and honestly it's just a fun thing to watch from start to finish and when I found out about it oh boy did I watch it from start to finish? One of my favorite parts, I've seen it like multiple times, I think three or four times. Yeah, we've watched it twice at least. Yeah, I've watched it more than that as well. But um, I like, I really like showing it to different, to new people just to watch their reactions because like, man, is it wild to look at someone watch this for the first time. Yeah. Um, I like have a really high tolerance for weird things because I really like weird things. And sometimes I forget how weird something is before I like show it to someone. This is one of those times. (laughs) Anyway, so like when I'm like, yeah, watch this thing. They're like, what? What is happening? Are you sure that you like this? Why is Donkey wearing a diaper in this scene? I'm like, I don't. That was so wild. (laughs) Yeah. Someone just dressed up as Donkey and was also wearing a diaper. Yeah. But like, it's so good. And um, one of my favorite parts is there's this like old man during the Hallelujah scene. (laughs) And and he has like these, the Shrek and Fiona puppets. And he like sings Hallelujah. And there's like the words at the bottom. And it like, um, basically it's like a sing-along, you know, the classic sing-along where the words like karaoke and it like highlights the words as he goes along. But sometimes he just sings it completely wrong. But like no one cares. And he has these like these big puppets and they're singing yeah, it's so wild it's so wild but like honestly it's is one of the most incredible things we've ever seen and yeah 200 different people and some people's like spots in it are like just a few seconds which is which is one of the best things ever but, to like have that quick cut between different styles especially yeah. when it's different live action or yeah and some some things are like like a few minutes but like nothing really exceeds like a 5 minute slot like it's all very quick um so honestly also if you get sick of one of the animation styles you don't have to wait that long before it changes yes because there are some very terrifying animation styles yeah i love them though I it's... Know. <laughs> it's it's the same it's the same kind of weird as like the gal how do you pronounce that the gungle glumble lab why do you know how to say that it's that's not right the gungle no there's no n the gal the gal anyways if Anyway, 
We could bring that I up later. I am the gungo, gung, No, gung. I am the glub glub. It's no, it's the glub, glub. Yeah, glub, I am glub. the glub 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 Anyways, side note: if you go on YouTube and, and look up "I love books" and you see a slug person as the thumbnail, you've come to the right video. Just give that a quick look, and then you'll you'll see what we mean when we say that there's some terrifying animation in this Shrek retold. Okay, but yeah, that's not. Anyway, if you're gonna go on YouTube anyway, <laughs> you might as well look up Shrek Retold oh, while yeah. you're there. You there's also God, there's up. also a trailer for Shrek Retold, so you don't even have to watch the whole thing. You can just watch the trailer, get an idea about what it's like, and then if you're like, "Ooh, this is something I could be into," gather all of your friends, have a party, have a what viewing a, party, and tell them you're gonna watch the viewing party. Yeah, tell all your friends that you're gonna watch Shrek, and then put that on. Yeah. Happy Halloween, friends. That's incredible. Oh, we should we should play Shrek We Told It on Halloween. It'll be on the background. We got it. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this and is if they're coming to our party, don't don't spoil it for anybody. Yeah. We're gonna play Shrek Retold near the end of it. <laughs> It'll either keep people there for too long or force them to leave. Yeah. We haven't decided. That's true. Who knows? Who really knows? Um Yeah. So I think that's all I really wanted to say about it. It's just um, Shrek Retold is a really fantastic thing, and I hope that um, everyone will share with me. I'm not saying that it's like a like a regular thing. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, as I said, I like weird things, so sometimes I say things, and then it's like, yeah, I recommend this, and people are like, I don't know if your judgment's okay. Well, and and that's why we're so perfect for each other. Because <clears throat> you can describe it so well, and they're like, oh, I'm going to give that a shot. And then they hate you for it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just sit down, please. And just like, look at it. And they're like, okay, maybe I will try it. And then they're like, but like, like only every once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> I have a more higher success rate for getting people <laughs> to watch things. Yeah, for, probably no, well, for the worst. No, you have a higher success rate for getting to people to watch things i have a higher success rate for people liking things yes yes that's what i was getting at that's what i was getting at anyway um so don't let that dissuade you from watching oh, shrek don't. retold it, please check it out we're we're I, I am very certain that you're gonna like shrek retold and if you don't like it this show's not for you yeah that's true exactly that's true um okay well this has been We Like Things, and, and so, so should, should you. you. Um, um, I'm Melissa. I'm Brenny. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Campbell, who provides us with our background music. Uh, his his uh, band Luca with uh, Jim Parrott, who always yeah. provides us the, the outro music. Which um, is called Spiral Arms. Spiral Arms. And we're going to play that right now. And we will wish you a merry reading week or something else. Um, uh, we, we like stuff, so should you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.